Gender issues in the workplace are as serious as they are complicated. Discussions about these issues can trigger highly emotional responses. So who wants to discuss serious, complicated emotional issues? That's the purpose of this podcast. On Genderator, I'm clearing space for men and women to engage in open dialogue about issues like the pay gap, talent pipelines, and sexual harassment. Intrigued? Check it out. I'm Jennifer Sanfilippo, and this is Genderator. Hello and welcome. I'm Jennifer Sanfilippo, and this is the introduction to my new podcast, Genderator, with a J. I thought it would be helpful to my listeners to explain what Genderator is all about through an interview. I'm fortunate to be joined by my friend Bill Schwapiker. He's going to conduct the interview and ask all the questions you may have about the podcast. Thanks for joining me, Bill. Hey, Jennifer. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm so excited to do this with you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you doing it for me. So, Jennifer, you started the Generator blog, and now you're ramping up a podcast. What's the focus? What's the subject matter? I'm really interested in exploring gender equity issues in the workplace from a 360 perspective, meaning, you know, up to now, everything I've seen, read, researched has been from the female perspective. I'm very interested in bringing in the male perspective and looking at these issues through, through a different lens because I think that is where we're going to make some headway in being progressive and creating more inclusive work environments. <clears throat> so what got you interested in the project? A few years back, I started doing some reading on uh, gender issues, on the pay gap, um, on the global workforce. And the more I read, the more it became clear that women really hadn't made uh, as much progress in the workplace as I thought they had. And I wanted to understand that because we are in a developed nation where we have all the resources, all the information um, to, to change that on paper. It looks very clearly like we can make major changes to create more inclusive you know, leadership teams and more inclusive organizations, yet we're just not there. So I'm so intrigued by where the gaps are and what we're missing. And that's what I want to look at. Why have you chosen to um, involve men to such a degree in the discussion? Men haven't been included as robustly as I think they need to be in this conversation. Men hold the majority of leadership positions across industries, across sectors. Men are in a position of power to make change. Yet it seems like their voice either is absent or has been dulled as of late. Um, I think that gender issues in the workplace and gender inequities are everybody's issues. And I think we need to really start thinking about this 360 rather than gender issues are women's issues and women needs to, to solve for that themselves. Lastly, from my experience, men haven't been invited to this conversation. And I think they have a lot to say. I think they have a lot of important contributions to make. And the only way we're going to solve for gender inequities in the workplace is if both men and women are talking about it and working on it together. Other than not being invited to the conversation, why else do you think men um, haven't been represented so much in this conversation? I'm 
not sure. I think there's a lot of fear, uh, fear of uh, repercussion, fear of getting it wrong. Um, and when we're afraid of something, it's just easier to ignore it. You know, we have issues like, you know, for example, entertaining clients. This is, this is a great example. Um, Mike Pence had come out and said, you know, he won't go to a dinner with a woman. And that caused a lot of uh, backlash. He wouldn't go alone with a woman, that is. And that caused a big backlash um, publicly. And so that actually can be an issue. I was talking to a friend of mine in the financial industry. He's actually a guest on my first podcast. He was talking about how one of his commercial lenders, uh, who's a woman, wanted to take out one of her clients to dinner. It was a dinner meeting, which commercial lenders do all the time. Uh, however, the, the client reached out to my guest and told him that his wife was uncomfortable with him going to dinner with this female commercial lender. And uh, it, that's a very complicated and a very real issue. How do you help people work through that or mitigate it, come up with alternatives or you know, figure out ways that women aren't excluded from professional settings um, for potentially personal reasons, optics reasons? You know, there's, there's a lot there. And when the, there's an outcry and an outrage, it immediately stops the dialogue. So there is no problem solving. And the people who have the issue hide the issue because they think they've done something wrong. Um, this is the kind of thing that I want to talk about. I think it's great that it's a podcast and not a presentation. Is there any reason you chose this format over others? I really like the podcast idea because it's fun and it's accessible. People can listen to what we're talking about and they can hear what other people are struggling with. They may feel a kinship or, oh geez, that's happening to me too. How are they managing it? Um, it's a great way to reach as many people as possible in a very, in a very safe way or if anybody wants to interact, they have the opportunity to go on my blog, genderator.com, ask questions of what they heard, um, and share their own solutions. You know, I want this to turn into a committee, a, a, excuse me, a community of information sharing and problem solving together. Then if you, if you just hit people with the statistics, which is what I found a lot of the uh, research and analytics on gender issues in the workplace, if you've gone to a presentation, you know, statistics can be like a cudgel to the head. You know, there's so many statistics and by the time you're done hearing five, you, you, you're already kind of numb to the issue and, and feel paralyzed. This is a very relatable way to talk about these issues um, and, and get out some of the uncomfortableness. Who do you think would benefit from listening? Ultimately, gender issues and gender equity issues in the workplace, it's really a leadership uh, issue. And so I think existing leaders, current leaders, aspiring leaders, managers, supervisors, I think they would all benefit from listening in on my podcast. Do you have any sponsors? I do not have any sponsors. That sort of furthers my, my point that this is completely um, uh, what's, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for, a, a neutral ground to have conversation. I'm not uh, sponsored. I'm not beholden to any one uh, sponsor's um, opinions or, or uh, outcomes. Cool. Um, would, you, would you take any? Sponsors, if the, if the the opportunity arose, I'd like to see uh, how um, how this goes. You know, I'll do a first season of podcasts, and of course, keep the blog rolling and hear from the community. Um, eventually, if it grows and there is an audience who's really interested, I would entertain uh, podcast support from people who would let me keep my process pure. And when I say pure, I mean keep my process the way I'd like to do it without uh, biases from, from the sponsors. Well, that's great, Jennifer. Well, there you have it. Genderator, Charging the Workplace Gender Dialogue. First podcast will be up at the end of November, right? Correct, yes. All right. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Bill. Looking forward to it. Thanks.